The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Praise the name of the Lord. This 12th year is very significant. It's very significant. And I'm praying that your life will be totally transformed today in the name of Jesus. It is totally significant because God, the same God that created numbers, uses numbers to speak to us. God actually speaks to us through numbers. The numbers in the Bible and in life are significant. And we are looking at number 12 today. Because we are 12. And 12 is the number of dominion. 12 is the number of dominion. It's the number for kingdom. It's the number for government. It's the number for rule. 12 is the number for dominion, government, kingdom, and rule. So in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you will move in dominion. You will move in the kingdom and government and rule of heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. So it it is not that the numbers are the things that people need to see. What we need to see and experience is what God is saying, the word of God, about these numbers. It is the word about the numbers that are important. And the word behind it right now is dominion. Is kingdom, is rule, is God's authority, is God's power. So everything that has defied God's power in your life, that appears to have defied God's power in your life, will bow this year going forward in the name of Jesus. Everywhere you go, the dominion of heaven will accompany you in the mighty name of Jesus. 12 simply means that God is in control. That, that, that's what 12 means. 12 simply says God is in control. The dominion of God is in charge. The will of God is in charge. The rule of God is in charge. And you may look at your life and you're like, Pastor, my life is like a roller coaster. It doesn't appear that anyone is in control. Listen, my brother, my sister, God has sent me to say to you today that he is in control. God is in control. You know, if you see a car that is out of control, is swerving to the left, to the right, and you, you, may, you, may, you may look at your life and it appears to be out of control. You may look at the events in the world and they may appear to be out of control. You see how mean and, and inhumane man is to another man. You see how cruel even people that are supposed to be brothers are to themselves. And you're like, the world is like a mess is God in control. In fact, some what a popular thing that is usually been said is that if God is in control, why? Why did Russia attack Ukraine? If God is in control, if God is in control, why did COVID hit? Why did so many people die if God is in control? You see, the truth is, saying if God is in control is the wrong 
question, asking rather, if God is in control, why, is the, why are these things happening is actually the wrong question. So, Pastor, what's, what's the right question? The right question, <laughs> the question we should be asking is, since God is in control, what am I to learn from this? What am I to see from this? Since God is in control, how am I to respond to this? So, asking why is attached to personal pain. When we go through stuff or we see things that are personally painful, we ask why. Asking why is attached to personal pain. But guess what? Asking what? Keep, keep it on the screen. Asking what or how is attached to the king's gain. So asking why is attached to personal pain, but asking how can I fit in? Or asking what will God have me do? Asking what is attached to the king's gain. And that's just all about the big picture. It's about the big picture. So when we Ask the right question. The question is not if God is in control. Why did COVID hit? The question is, since God is in control, what are the positionings from COVID? What are the lessons from COVID? What is heaven trying to make us see from all these events? How are we to position since God is in control. So what we are saying is asking why keeps us focused on our own story while asking how and what keeps us focused on his glory. When we are consumed with asking why, we are focused on our own story. We are focused on our pain. We are focused on the things that are going on in our life. But we are we're asking the right questions of what and how, we are focused on his glory. On his glory. So the God of heaven is in charge of the affairs of the earth. Now, if you know that God's dominion reigns and rules, you are at peace. You are at peace. The story of Jesus in the boat with his disciples, and the, the boat was, you know, being tossed to and fro, the Bible says, yet Jesus was sleeping. Why would Jesus be sleeping when the, the, the boat is tossed so, and fro, Jesus was sleeping because he knew that God is in control. I want you to look at your neighbor and say to them, God is in control. You know, you know, you, you know, say to them, like you, you are convinced that God is in control, my brother. God is in control. God is in control. Your, your office may be going through a storm, but guess what? God is in control. God is in control. God is in control. Your life, you may be experiencing excruciating pain, but God is in control. Why do the, the, the bad things happen to good people? The question is, What is God saying with this event? What? Why would Jesus be in a boat in a storm and be sleeping? So 12 marks when God is in control of something. Twelve marks when God is in control of something. You are not in this service 
by accident. You are in this service. You are hearing this word because God is saying to you, I am in control. And the more we allow God, the more we, 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 we embrace the truth of God's dominion, the more our hearts are at peace. The more we are able to see like God sees. And in God's favorite house, guess what? God is in control in GFH. Hallelujah. God is in control in GFH. God is in Of course, it must be God that is in control. Look at how beautiful you all are. Look at how ordered the service is. Look at how powerful the praise and worship was. Look at the prayer session, how powerful they were. Yet, pastor was not there. So, who is in control? God, not pastor. It shows what usually determines spiritual maturity is the level of confidence in this truth that God is in control. That's why one of the most mature churches on earth that I, listen, I'm not saying this because, you know, it's you guys. The one of the most mature churches on earth is God's favorite house. Headquarters. It's simple because because you know that God is in control. It's God you have come to serve. It's God you have come to meet. You know that man is not. You know, you know some people will not come to church because man is not present. Yet you come to church because God is present. Yet you come because you know that God is in control. Hallelujah. In your life of your children, God is saying to you today, relax, I am in control. You know, you're worried about your children. God is saying to you, take it as God speaking to you. Calm down, mommy. Daddy, be coming down. I am in control. God is in control. And when things happen in our lives and God blesses us and blesses us, yeah, and when God empowers people, people erroneously think that they are in control. It's one of the biggest deception of, 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 of creation of humanity. That when you think you are in control, now think about it. You slept yesterday night. Were you in control, really? You woke up. How did, what happened between when you slept and woke up? Did you know what could have happened? Yet we are arrogant. Yet we are, we are pompous. Yet we are proud. What are we proud of exactly? Yet we think, if not for me, this person cannot progress. Who says? You will be present and the person will progress. Listen, everyone that I've said to you, or think in their heart, that if they are not your friend, you will not be great. You will be so great, they will want to be your friend. When God promotes, you need to watch out for arrogance. When God promotes, you must consistently understand. You know, some people, when God opens several doors to them, that is when they begin to, as my people will say, carry shoulder. You know? And they're like, come on. <laughs> come on. God is in control. You are not. Oh, yeah, I, I, I have my private jet. I, I'm 
I'm bigger than this person. I'm bigger than that person. Okay, praise God for that. And we, we appreciate what God has done in your life. But guess what? You are not in control. There was a king in the Bible that named this uh, the hard way. The hard way. And God, because God loves him so much, God showed him uh, a dream and showed him and he called Daniel in. And when he called Daniel, Daniel for one hour after hearing the dream, Daniel could not speak. And at the end of the one hour, the king had to encourage Daniel, don't worry, talk freely. Tell me, what does my dream mean? In fact, Daniel started that may this happen to your enemies and not to you. And said, this is what will happen. This is the decrees of, 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 of the highest. Please repent. O king, so that God will change this decree. Repent. I, I would think, since he had the dream himself, I would think he would repent. But guess what? Month one, month two, month three, month four, month five, month six, month seven, month eight, month nine, month ten, month eleven, month twelve. He did not repent. Why 12? Why 12? 12 months. 12 months. 12 because 12 is the number of God's dominance. God's kingdom. God allowed the season of rule. And in Daniel chapter 4 verse 29, it says, at the end of 12 months, month, he, Nebuchadnezzar, walked in the palace of the kingdom of Babylon. The king spoke and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom of, by the might of my power <laughs> for the honor of my majesty? says, while the words was in his mouth, in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken. The kingdom is departed from thee. When God lifts up and we um, are in that place of glory, if you will, it should only command worship. It should only command for us to go on our knees and give all the praise and glory to God. It should not command arrogance. It should not command, you know, like the Nebuchadnezzar, you know. But God is so merciful that, you know, God waited for 12 months. 12. And it explains the significance of that. And in verse 34, it says, and at the end of the days, now, Nebuchadnezzar, when he said that, he, he began to, um, his senses were withdrawn from him. You know, we don't even have control over our senses. We don't have control over our heartbeat. We don't have control over our breath. We don't, we don't have control over anything. It should be easy to give glory to God. He says, and at the end of the days of that seven days, he says, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up my eyes to heaven and my understanding returned to me. And I blessed the God, the Most High. And I praised and honored him that liveth forever. Whose dominion, everyone say dominion, Whose dominion is an everlasting, is an everlasting dominion. Now he's recognizing. And his kingdom is from generation to generation. It says, and all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And he doeth according to 
his will. No one can question him. He says, in the hobby of heaven, among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can say, none can stay his hands or say to him, what doest thou? At the same time, my reason returned unto me. And for the glory of my kingdom, my honor and brightness returned unto me. And my counselors and my lords sought unto me. And I was established in my kingdom. And excellent majesty was added to me. Just now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven. All those, all whose work are truth and his ways, judgment, and those that walk in pride is what? Is able to abase. Those that walk in pride, God is able to abase. So, so we see that God did this to show, according to the, 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 the words of the watchers, that God did this to show that the most high rule in the affairs of men, God is in control. I want you to leave this service knowing without a shadow of doubt that God is in control. I want you to say that with me. One to go. God, God. Is, in is in control. God is in control. So Nebuchadnezzar became a, a psalmist. Do you know that it was Nebuchadnezzar that composed the song? A God of faithfulness. Without injustice, good and upright is he a God of faithfulness without injustice, good and upright is he. Amen. Is the God of faithfulness without injustice? Is good and he is upright. So your glory, your honor, and your brightness are at their peak when you bow to the king. Your glory, your honor, and your brightness are at the peak when you come and you acknowledge and bow to the king of kings. So because you also know that God is in control, you should be completely, completely, completely um, fearless. Completely fearless. Completely. Jesus was standing before Pilate and Pilate, Pilate said, do you not know that I have power to set you free? Now Jesus was about to be crucified. He was about to be nailed to the cross and Pilate, the person that seemingly had the power to set Jesus free, you know, said to him, you need to talk to me nicely, oh, Jesus. You need to be nice to me because I have the power to set you free. Do you know what Jesus said to him? John 19, 11. Jesus said to Pilate, then Jesus said, you will have no power over me at all unless it were given to you from above. <sighs> there is no one on earth born of a woman that has no power over you. None. If anyone does or you are supposed to be submitted to anyone is because heaven ordained it. So even if anyone comes and thinks that without me you won't get this promotion, you should laugh and say, ah, no, 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 no. Promotion does not come from the desk of my of the boss. The Bible does not say promotion comes from the 
table of your boss. Bible says conversion does not come from the east, from the south, from the it comes from from above. If someone says, "Oh, if I don't," <laughs> if it's amazing the amount of things that people have heard and has kept them bound. God is saying to you that he is in control. And because God is in control, you are fearless in the mighty name of Jesus. So 12 is very significant. 12, for instance, we saw that 12 is the period of a of, of cycle of life, of evaluation. It's, it is, you know, Jesus was walking by a tree and it was not producing fruit and they said that they should cut it down but the master said, please, let's give it another cycle, another year to see if it will produce fruit. So there are 12 months in a year. At the end of every 12-month cycle, there's an evaluation of your life, believe it or not, by heaven. There is. Interestingly, our new year in GFH begins with the month of fruitfulness. Praise the name of the Lord. September is the beginning of, of, of the new year for us. There are 60 seconds in a minute. 60 is 12 times 3. There are 60 minutes in one hour. There are 24 hours in a day. 24 hours in a day, 12 times 2 is 24. The circumference of the earth is about 24,000 miles. 24 again is 12 times 2. In Revelations, we, had a, we have 144,000 people that are selected, that are follow the Lamb everywhere it goes. In Revelations 12, 14, 12 to 2, they follow the Lamb everywhere it goes. 144 is 12 times 12. We see that there are 24, 20 and 4 elders around the throne of God. That is 12 times 2. I can take you through scriptures and on and on and on. 12 times 2. 2 is the number of witness. 12 times 2 means the, 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 the 20 and 4 elders. Witness is when you tell, when you witness, you tell someone about, if in a court case, you are telling someone about a situation, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are testifying to something. But when it has to do with God, when you are witnessing, you are telling someone about God, true? But guess what? When you are witnessing to God, and you, what do you do? You are telling God about God. What is that? You are worshipping. You are saying you are holy, 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 Lord, God Almighty. You are witnessing to God. Witness to God is worship. That's what worship is. You are saying Imagine you're saying, I have a God who never fails. I'm telling God that you have a God that never fails. <laughs> you're witnessing to God. You're saying, and that is what? Should I give you more? Jacob had 12 sons. Israel had 12 tribes. Sons can only become tribes when the flesh gives way to the spirit. Twelve sons. Twelve tribes. It was when Jesus was twelve that he spoke and said, I must be about my father's business. That my father's business means my father's kingdom. My father's interest. My, the things that pertains to my father. Jesus was 12. Jesus had 12 disciples. In the new Jerusalem, there are 12 gates and there are 12 foundations. When Jesus fell, the multitude, there were 12 empty baskets, sorry, leftover baskets. You know, what I'm smiling is that all these 12s are significant. They are huge, they are significant. Maybe we'll take them one by one at some point. Moses sent 12 spies to spy the land. Elijah used 12 stones to build the altar when he called out the fire. As we 
celebrate our 12th year. Yes, God's favorite house is God's church. And God's favorite house is about the kingdom of God. We will, however, be focused on seven things this 12th year going forward. And I've called them a a kingdom assignment. Uh, Seven is the number of perfection. A kingdom assignment. This is what the Lord will have us engage with to this 12th year and going forward. Seven. If you're writing, write. A kingdom assignment. Number two is heal. God is saying, God's favorite house, heal. 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 I know we've been, um, you know, God has done amazing healing. I mean, you know, spiritually we pray for people to get healed. However, we will be using spiritual is one of the several channels of healing that God has released for his people. We, of course, we have the conventional medical um, 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 healing. We have herbal healing. We have electromagnetic healing. And we will be deploying these channels. In fact, we will have at some point a healing day. The same way we have a day for Bible study, we have a day for healing. If you have pain, you come to church and God will heal your pain. Praise the name of the Lord. Number three, I know I skipped number one, I'll come back to number one. <laughs> like Pastor, you said seven, you said you said every two. <laughs> number three, nurture and train. Nurture and train. Nurture and train. The truth is that the, the current school system is, is grossly inadequate. And, you know, it, it's, it serves, it's serving its purpose, but it's really inadequate. We will build our own schools. And I'm saying in Lagos, in Cape Town, in Johannesburg, in Dallas, in Canada, in Costa Rica, we, this is a cross-board. And we will nurture and train, not just building schools for our children, we will retrain and train and nurture even the adults because we don't want the adults to undo the things that we, we teach the children, you know, because the adults themselves, all of us, we need to be trained. Number four, can I have a list? Number four is housing. Is housing. Is housing. We need to, we are going to build homes. We are going to build houses. We are going to Yeah, if you're excited, you can clap. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> We're going to build accommodations. You know, now I must say that, you know, I keep saying across board. Across board. Across board means in all our locations. So all these things are happening, and a, a lot of them are prototyping in, in Dallas. So we're going to have houses that nobody should have accommodation problem. I'm talking about just paying rent. I'm talking about owning homes. Then number five, we are going to feed 
We are going to feed and feed and feed. We are going to farm and feed. We are going to grow food. We are going to feed people. No one in the whole of Nigeria, no one in the whole of the United States of America, no one in the whole of South Africa, no one in the whole of Canada, no one in the whole of Costa Rica should ever go to bed hungry again. You know, I know, I know, I know. Some of you are like, I'm like this, this, this guy, is he, is he crazy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay to think that way. Because in God's favorite house, there are no small dreams. There are no small dreams. If, obviously, this dream, it will take God for it to happen. True? That's where we want to be. We want to be in a place where it is only God that can do it. So when God does it, it's, we give him all the glory. There's no temptation to, to be like Nebuchadnezzar because you yourself, you know that your hand cannot build this. So it can only be God. So let's feed. Number six is produce. Produce. So we're going to make products. We're going to Create industries. And when I say products, we're talking about both tangible products, intangible products. We're going to produce and make music. We're going to probably have a music label. We're going to produce and make software. We're going to actually create neural networks. We are going to produce. And number seven, all that is funneling into influence, and we're going to influence. We're going to um, have our radio station. You know, we've been saying that for a while. We're going to have our own uh, satellite TV stations. We're going to have a lot of things that I can't say right now on the influence bit, but we are going to influence. That's our kingdom assignment now. And there are seven and kingdom. So to make it easy for us to remember, if you look at the K, you know, which is the number one, we are back to number one. And that number one is about Jesus. It's about our king. It's about the king of the kingdom whose will must be done. So the first number one is lift up Jesus. It's Jesus. We will unapologetically lift up the name of the Lord. We will unapologetically lift up the name of the Lord. So graphically if you look at the kingdom, the K is is the king is king Jesus. And the I is the influence. Is the N is the nurture and train. The G, the G is the grow food. Grow food. The D is develop houses, develop homes, build homes. The O is offer healing because people need to receive it. People need to receive it. And the M is Make products. Make products. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. I know you are writing. I know you are writing. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. So God wants us to, to have, lift up our king, make it about Jesus. It's unapologetically about Jesus. You can put up the diagram. I mean, 
because I know, I, know, I know some people are still writing it. The, the, the next thing is, is the influence, is to create channels of influences. And again, that we'll talk in more detail down the line. The next is to nurture and train. And, and the next is to grow food. And the next is to develop homes. And the next is to offer healing. And the next is to make product. This is our kingdom assignment. For some of us, we'll be in charge of the constructions. For some of us, we'll be in charge of the farms. For some of us, we'll be in charge of the industries. For some of us, we'll be in charge of training and raising our children, reaching the next generation. For some of us, will be in charge of healings. And for some of us, we'll be in the influence space. It's about his king, kingdom. It's about his dominion. It's about him and him alone. Hallelujah to Jesus. I want to wrap it up by praying two prongs. The first is, you're like, Pastor, I want to submit to this king. I don't want to be like Nebuchadnezzar. I want to submit to this king. You have never submitted to Jesus. You want to? Can you pray with me? Yes, I want to pray with you. They're like, Pastor, I used to be submitted to him, but I know I am not. But can I come back? Can I come back? Yes, you can, my brother. Yes, you can, my sister. Can you pray with me? Yes, I want to. Wherever you are, I want you to raise your hand now over your head. That's all I need you to do. And we will pray together. I don't need to, to come forward. God bless you. If I pull up your hand, pull up your hand well over your, hand, over your head. Shoot it up. God bless you. God bless you. Keep the hands up. God bless you, sir. God bless you. I'm not hand there. I see that hand. God bless you. Keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Keep the hands up. They're going to slip a card in your hand. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. Keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. I want to submit to the king. God bless you. And that hand right there is waving frantically. Can you give him the card? God bless you. Once you have the card, you can put down your hand and, and, and pray. And, and we're going to, I'm going to pray for you in a bit. And just say to him, I surrender to you, my king. I surrender to you, my king. That is me. Put up that hand over your head. Even at the overflow, God bless you. And, and take the card. And, and make the commitment, even if you are online, as pastor, I'm online, I'm online. Put up your hand if you are online. If you're in the overflow, you can put up your hand also, and you will get a card. I want to submit to his kingdom. I'll submit to the lordship of this king. Oh, Father, we honor and we adore you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for everyone that is surrendering to you today. Father, breathe upon them. Change these lives. If you are saying, Pastor, can I still raise my hand? Yes, you can. Just put it up. The ushers will attend to you. Just put up the hand. Feel these lives afresh for those that are coming back to God. Open our eyes, open their eyes to see you for who you are. And let your name and your name alone be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Okay, so the rest of us, we are going to pray. We all are going to pray together. Let's, let's kind of rise on our feet if you're sitting down.
faithfulness. Without injustice, Shikmandi bababala bahoki mandi basa Grandmother says it in Yoruba. I will say it in Yoruba now when interpret it. She used to say that. In other words, you, we cannot see royalty, a royal child, a child of a king, and not see royalty on him. It is an abnormality for princes to be walking on ground and, and, and fools to be on horses. You are going to pray. That Father, going forward for the rest of my for the rest of my life, robe me in your royal robe, clothe me in your royalty in the name of Jesus. Everywhere I go, let your glory shine forth in my life. Let's lift up our voices and let us pray. robe me oh God everywhere I go everywhere I go let your royalty let your let your crown let your scepter of authority let your power let the signet of grace be characteristic of my life Moho shate kiate pokuba te seri ade lata saki ate seri batoka yete bahara rose hiate hiye bahaka yere baha oh Father we thank you we give you praise and glory Lord thank you Heavenly Father honor and glory we give unto you in Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Now, secondly, because God is in control, your life will not be out of control. So you're going to say, Father, because you are in control in my life, my life will not be out of control. Your peace will fill my life. Your joy will fill my life. Your righteousness will fill my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. And pray the same for God's every house. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, because you are in control in my life, my life is not out of control. You are in full custody. You are in full control. Fill my life with your righteousness. Fill my life with your peace. Fill my life with your joy. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Jakima, so call him at the sake of Zahada. 
Nita Kayezeki Kalabokoza Kazi Atakayedi Mahani. Likase Kikasi Handia Toko Yemanda Kayedi. Lita Kasi Atakayezeli and the Kayeze Mabopai. Lato Koyeto. Lato Kojeti as a husband and Thank you, Father. And so it is and shall be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. So, so finally, we're going to pray. You are going to banish fear from your life in the name of Jesus. Because, listen, there is nothing that can happen to you without your father, behind your father. The fowl, no single bird falls to the ground without him knowing. Nothing can happen to this a strand of, of, of the air on your head. Nothing can happen to a cell of, on your skin behind God's back. There is no one that can determine your future. There is no one born of a woman that can make a threat and your life comes. It is impossible, absolutely impossible. So you're going to say, Father, I banish fear completely. In my life, in the name of Jesus, let's lift up our voices and let us begin to speak. Speak over your children. Father, I banish fear completely in the lives of my children. In the name of Jesus, I banish fear completely in the life of your church, God's favorite house. In the name of Jesus, I banish fear completely. Bahaki Mantosa, Jekika Tasala Takayito, Yabara Kaserianta Kayento. Zita Kalakasi and Dita Lakuma Baposa Leke Yete Mahandi Atokaliande. Oh, Father, we thank you. God, we give you praise and glory. Let's begin to say thank you to the Lord for answered prayers. Just say, Father, we thank you for answered prayers. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Of faithfulness, as we hand over to the RP, let's take let's take this song. Without it, shall it be in Jesus mighty name we have prayed let's put our hands together for the Lord for the Lord for the Lord for the Lord glory be to Jesus